0: Welcome to the Immigrant Squared podcast. My name is Anna. I was born in one of the former Soviet republics, raised in a small yet very unique country in the Middle East and have been living in the US for almost 20 years. I've always been curious about different languages, cuisines, music and traditions. I also always had a desire to help people become their best self. I invite you to join me on an adventure throughout the world as I discover immigrants' stories, learn about new cultures, and together we find new ways to help immigrants unlock their potential. Welcome back to the Immigrant Square Podcast, friends. Thanks so much for following along for the past 10 months. I can't believe it's been almost a year and you've been part of this amazing journey with me. I have a surprise for you. This is going to be the intro episode for a new podcast series, Startup Immigrant, where we'll hear from immigrant entrepreneurs about their journeys, struggles, successes, and their advice for others. Stay tuned. This episode is from my presentation at DC Startup Week. Just a warning. The sound is not as good as a regular podcast because this was a presentation that was videotaped during DC Startup Week 2022. My presentation was about why every entrepreneur should have a podcast and how to start one. I really debated to re-record this episode so you can get better sound. But I also really wanted to give you the authentic experience of what it would have been like if you attended my presentation during DC Startup Week 2022. So thanks in advance for your patience with all the background noise that I wasn't able to remove. And I hope you enjoy it and stay tuned for the new series, Startup Immigrant. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Stephanie. Today we have an energy presented on why every entrepreneur needs to have a podcast and how to start one. Experience different struggles. Right? And then when I came to the US, I um, was fortunate enough to come to the DMV area, which as we all know is super diverse, and met a lot of interesting people from a lot of um, cultures and um, really developed a passion for cross culture and being teaching then when I got after college into the workforce, I started experiencing other struggles as an immigrant. One of them was um, I was really shy about my accent. And every time I had to present and I had a word that I didn't know how to pronounce, I would automatically just, like, my tone would go quiet and I was hoping secretly that somebody would pronounce the word correctly, loud enough, so I could pick it up and repeat it. Um, And uh, in the summer of 2019, I actually had um, an opportunity to speak at a diversity and inclusion panel in my corporate job, which was really unrelated, but um, I figured what can I talk about in diversity and inclusion that other people didn't talk about. There are two other women there, so I don't want to talk about being a female in security, because that's my corporate career. So I started talking about the fact that sometimes diversity and inclusion is not something that is really um, obvious to the naked eye. Sometimes it's not until someone opens their mouth that you can hear that they're not from here, that they're different. And what we talked about in that panel is how um, employers should really um, accommodate people from those diverse backgrounds. And if somebody like me who's really shy about presenting, how can you help him to get over that and improve? Or someone who has other Cultural norms and requirements to just make sure that you're open um, to that. So that was kind of my interest in that field. And then um, I also just started a new corporate job. I know we all think entrepreneurs are cringe so like with corporate, but I actually do really like my corporate job. Um, and I was building a team, I was just uh, busy, and that kind of was, was on the um, on the side for me. And I, um, fast forward to the pandemic, I had this light bulb moment. I mean, how many of us had this light bulb moment during the pandemic? And came up with the greatest ideas. So I was reading a book, and I really, really, really recommend this book on mental toughness. It's one of the Harvard Business Reviews uh, books. And at the end of the book, when I uh, finished it, the one quote that stuck with me is that, adversity leaves to invent I came up with this idea for business. inventiveness, yes. So I came up with this uh, business idea, but I wasn't really set on it yet. So then in the summer, I took this entrepreneurship timing course, and I was in the pitch competition, and I was one of the 20 finalists, but I still realized that I need to do a lot of research for my business idea. And then one of my friends said, well, why don't you start a podcast? So I started uh, this podcast, which is basically um, part of the business idea to help immigrants, children, immigrants, and refugees to unlock their potential. To make sure that people, like if you were there on the first day and Ahima Hartstock was talking about her accent and not being able to pitch her business because of that, I really cringe when I heard that because I want to make sure that immigrants and people who have accents don't feel shy to pitch their business ideas just because they might mispronounce something. So before we go into why you should start your podcast, can I ask you, all of you, what's on your mind as entrepreneurs? What's something that, like, a problem you're trying to solve right now, anybody wants to share? Anything that is really occupying your mind, anything that's super important? Go ahead. Uh, a problem is... Um, that a lot of folks with invisible disabilities or chronic conditions um don't get the accommodations they need on the job um so i kind of started recording interviewing with different people um, that are having that experience or employers that are trying to solve that and i want to maybe do something with those recordings in like a series that's do you what have I'm- a podcast yeah like i have done a podcast before but it was hard to keep it was on a separate thing um but it was hard to keep doing it bi-weekly so i think with like, this new podcast i want to just release like series um for seasons um that people can like binge or listen to as they want to and we'll talk bi-weekly. about also one of the important things is like And you're telling it quick. You can decide how long you want your podcast to be. Right? The other thing is building rapport. So, I started my podcast in January. And there was an organization that I really, really wanted to interview. And I reached out in December. Before I even had an episode. Before I had a landing page. Nothing at all. I said, hey, I'd like to interview you. This is what I'm doing. Interviewing immigrants. Children of immigrants. Organizations that work with immigrants. Um, Silence. And then... In August, after I interviewed a well-known organization that works with immigrants, that same organization emailed me back. And you can see on LinkedIn, I emailed her in December of 2021. She emailed me back in August. She saw that I interviewed a very well-known organization that she worked with as well. So she felt like I had, you know, credibility, right? The other thing is research. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that I'm doing right now with my podcast is I'm getting so much free research data for my business idea. Community, I mean, we talk about it all the time, right? As entrepreneurs, we heard it every day during our sessions. Like, moving work alone, we build together. And through a podcast, you can actually build a community. The other thing is a lot of us are looking for funding and resources. So think about it if you start a podcast. You can interview VCs. You can interview um, other people who you can partner with and, and find funding together. So when we're thinking about um, starting a podcast, I think the first two things we need to do is brainstorm ideas, obviously, and then research the audience. So if we start brainstorming, kind of similar to the questions I just asked you, what are your biggest concerns in your entrepreneurial journey? Think about that. What are some questions you're trying to answer in your business? Think about a topic that you just can't stop talking about. And one last thing, think about your expertise. What do people always come for you to you for? Like, what are people always asking you for advice? Is there like a topic, an idea, a skill you have? And then you need to start researching obviously your audience. Now when you're thinking about your audience, as well if you're entrepreneurs, right? Or aspiring entrepreneurs like myself, what are you gonna be, are your listeners gonna be your future customers? and think about how you're going to attract that. Are they going to be people who will help you find funding? Then well, how are you going to make that podcast? Or are they going to be business partners that you're going to build a business with? Anybody wants to throw in any ideas, feel free. So you're asking, like, what do I do? Yeah. So basically, I do a lot of stuff at nightlife. So I have a podcast idea about that. OK. You want to tell us about it? No, not really no. <laughs> I'm um, going to um, start a podcast first thing is the format of the podcast there are so many ways to run a podcast do you want it to be formal and scripted do you want it to be informal and improvised do you want to be just you talking about any topic related to your business or anything else do you want to be interviewing people would you like to have a panel of guests think about that or any other creative format You'll be surprised. There are some podcasts out there, and some of you probably know that have some crazy formats. They include music, they include like, and horror stories, and anything you can think of. And one another important thing to remember is the length of the episodes. I know it sounds overwhelming, but a podcast can be five minutes. If you're giving people tips about a topic where you have an expertise, you can just give like little bits of five minutes. And like I've struggled as well, like you said, with consistency, like having content, try to like record in advance several episodes so then you can prep them and release them. And sometimes you got to take a break. I mean, life happens. My last podcast was posted two weeks ago. I try to post every week, but life happened. So that's totally okay. Any questions about format before I go to the next one? So the platform. There are so many really platforms out there. Some of them are paid, some of them are free. Just do your research, look at it, see what works for you. Some of them are more user friendly than others. It doesn't always have to be that the platform you record on is the platform that you're publishing on. So for example, for me, I like to record on Audacity, which is a um, free audio um, software, but I use anchor.fm to publish and you can record in anchor.fm. One of the other things you might want to think of like, and we're going to get to it here, is like recording on the go. Some of these podcasting platforms have apps, and then it's really cool if you're at an event and you're meeting people to start recording on the go, and you can edit it later, What was getting there? Go ahead. Um, I've used uh, Anchor for like, a previous podcast and like YouTube Live. Um, I was just curious why you record on Audacity and then import it to Anchor. Yeah, absolutely. So a um, couple of reasons. One is I feel like the editing it's not to like, I mean, I love Anchor, no, <laughs> no offense, but there are a lot more options for um, editing and, and editing things. Um, in Anchor, um, in Audacity, and there are a lot more options for, for editing, for the, uh, reducing the noise, adding different sound effects, there's a lot of that because it's an actual like audio software, so uh, that's why I like to it in Audacity and then I import to Anchor. The other thing I encountered is I record my podcast virtually, so my guest and sometimes Audacity will crash on me, so I record also in um Microsoft like Teams or Zoom or whatever it is you're using. And then I just pull, because um, my podcast is only audio, no video, so I just pull the audio from there and upload it into Audacity and then edit it, export as an MP3, go Anchor, or wherever other platform you're trying to use. The other thing important to remember is tools, equipment, and space. Obviously, it has to be a quiet space. Do test runs. Try short podcasts. Try different software. See what works for you. And think about it. You can use your laptop microphone, or you can use a professional microphone. Don't have to. Tell you a secret. I use this Mac. Sounds amazing. But you've got to make sure that your environment is quiet. Sometimes you can get the noise canceling headphones and the and the. Like the professional microphone, but it doesn't. Like it really depends on like your budget, your situation, how serious you are about pursuing this. Recording on the go, I just mentioned that. And then the other thing is um, explore different deals that the VC Startup Week uh, organizers curated for us. I think one of them is Canva. I don't remember what Canva is going to be your best friend. Like this is what I use to uh, create all the social media posts for my podcast and all of that. So, um, the next thing we got to think about is promoting our podcast. So, promoting it obviously on the different social media platforms, which is really important. Also, word of mouth is something that helped me. Um, A lot of speakers, if you are trying to like invite speakers who already have an audience, that's super helpful because they will repost it, retweet it, whatever it is, tag you and add that. The other thing is growing listeners. I think it's important to um, interact on your social media and talk in between when you're publishing the podcast episodes about those topics. So for me, like I try to add little bits and pieces and tips about immigration and immigrant stories and struggles and advice in between my episodes obviously now with social media we can make it super interactive while you're like asking people questions they're answering you and things like that and then the other thing that I'm working on but I think it's really important is how do we keep people listening um and I think that one of the things that is really key there is being consistent
1: and also having
0: a a schedule I was like because it's for me it's a one-man show and I got a schedule I like or message them on Instagram, or I meet them at an event that uh, that is like related to immigration or refugee, and I um, ask them, invite them to my podcast, and then you know send them the invite, and then I edit, and then I publish, and then I do the social media. It's a lot of work, right? But to keep people listening, you gotta keep engaging with them. So that's that. Said, I can take questions. This is the QR code for my uh, website where you can find links to my podcast episodes and my social media accounts. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. This is my email, but everything is on my website. Thank you so much for tuning in and sharing my excitement of the first presentation about my podcast at DC Startup Week 2022. If you have any questions about the presentation or want the slides, please feel free to email me at info at elisadel.com. I'll link my website and email in the notes of the podcast. Please stay tuned for next week's first episode of Startup Immigrant. Have a great week!